Welcome to Petrifaction Horror Stories. If you like stories about ghosts, monsters, the weird and mysterious, Bigfoot and other cryptids, UFOs and the paranormal, you're in the right place. If you like stories of the strange and unusual, including true crime stories and unsolved mysteries, well, you're still in the right place. I'm your host, Petey, and I'd like to offer you some advice. Lock your doors, turn down the lights, and sit back and get comfortable. Try to relax. Just remember, friends, be prepared to be petrified. love a good love story, right? What about a story where a woman tells that she's been married to Bigfoot? A fantastic love story has been recently unveiled in St. Petersburg. Psychiatrist Nikolai Boyerchuk said that he had copied the text of the story from the file of a female patient. The doctor said that the story happened to Oksana Oksana completely ignored the fact that she'd lost her way home. She sat down underneath a tree and cried, trying to get over the pain in her heart. She realized that she had gone astray after it was too late. She came across raspberry bushes and decided to eat some berries before she could start looking for a path home. When she was picking raspberries, she heard a strange noise nearby. When the girl moved the branches aside, she saw a big, hairy creature that looked like an orangutan. The girl screamed and lost consciousness. I came to my senses in a cave. I could hear a stream nearby, and there were rays of light coming down on me from a hole in the ceiling. Tang, that's how I called the creature afterwards, was sitting opposite me. He was baring his teeth as if he was infuriated. I realized later that it was just his smile. The hairy animal came up to me, and started sniffing my clothes. Then he roared and tore my clothes to pieces. My heart was about to explode with horror, but he continued sniffing me until his nose stopped near my groin. He roared again and threw himself over me. When Oksana woke up the next morning, she realized that she had become the prisoner and the wife of the hairy creature. When Tang was going out, he would cover the entrance to the cave with a big boulder, leaving no way for the girl to escape. Tang would always bring something to eat, 
berries, nuts, mushrooms, eggs, or raw meat. The terrible sex with the animal became a daily torture for Oksana. There was a spring in the corner of the cave. The water was running somewhere outside the cave. Tang strongly refused to let the girl out. The Beauty and the Beast started developing a relationship. Tang showed interest in the girl's CD player. Oksana had only one CD with her. Best hits of the band Kino. When the girl carefully showed the monster how to listen to the music in the headphones, Bigfoot was horrified. He got used to the music later, though, and he even liked some of the songs on the CD. Tang was very upset when the music stopped playing because of low batteries. He would spend hours shaking the device in his hands. I took the batteries out and gestured that it would not work without them. The next morning, Tang took one battery and left. When he returned to the cave in the evening, he brought a pack of batteries with him. Yeti undoubtedly broke into a little shop somewhere in the town. Oksana concluded that the cave in which she was staying was not too far from a settlement where people lived. Yeti's prisoner could not see how days turned into nights and how summer turned into autumn. When Tang started stocking food for winter, Oksana figured that it was already autumn outside. She tried to explain to the beast that she was cold. Tang listened to his wife and left. The hairy monster turned out to be rather bright. The hairy monster turned out to be rather brighter than Oksana thought he would be. In that evening, Tang brought a warm padded jacket and pants. It became known afterwards that the girl's story coincided with the story of a tractor driver who said that a monster attacked him in the beginning of October, shook him out of his clothes, and disappeared. Oksana was happy to find a lighter in a pocket of the jacket. I picked some dry branches and leaves from the ground and decided to make a fire. When he saw the fire, he became very excited. It seemed to me that anger and horror was tearing him apart from inside. He became very quiet. He sat down in a corner and did not make a sound. I felt sorry for him. I managed to overcome my own fear, though. I came up to Tang and stroked him on his head. He put his big arm around me and whined. A week later, he was happy to join me near the fire. We started frying chestnuts and meat. Tang was thrilled when he tasted the fried meat. I also hoped that hunters would notice the smoke coming from the hole in the ceiling of the cave, but people did not find Tang's shelter. I caught cold in the beginning of winter. Tang understood that I was ill, and he tried to feed me with some roots and plants. He would hug me tight at night to try to keep me warm. Oksana managed to escape from her prison only in the spring. Her relationship with Yeti had become almost perfect by that time. Tang would take her out in the mornings to see the sunshine, but he would never leave the girl alone. One day he sensed something dangerous in the air. Before leaving, he covered the entrance to the cave with the boulder as usual, but did not notice the small gap that the boulder left. It took the girl great effort to sneak outside. But when she finally succeeded to get out of the cave, she started running without making a stop. When she saw people in the woods, she realized that she was finally free. Her parents took Oksana to the hospital. 
Dr. Boyerchuk said the girl was mentally incompetent. All I could hear from her was that she had been married to a Bigfoot for a year. She never managed to get used to home conditions. She was afraid of going out even during the day. She was terribly afraid of the dark. In addition, Oksana could not eat normal food. The girl recovered a little at a mental hospital. She told her story to her doctor, and he put everything down in Oksana's file, having considered it the description of the patient's delirium. When the girl realized that nobody believed her story, she gave way to despair. She did not show any reaction to her parents when they visited her. She did not want to eat or drink. One day, Oksana started recovering very fast. She started eating, talking, and even laughing. When doctors told her that she was getting better, Oksana laughed and said that she'd never been sick. She added that he knew where she was and that he would be coming to rescue her. Doctors considered such behavior the new stage of Oksana's illness and decided to isolate her in a special room. However, the girl disappeared from the ward one night in the middle of November. Someone very strong pulled steel bars out of the brick wall. Oksana's wardmates all said that a huge, hairy monster had kidnapped the girl. Authorities never managed to trace the Bigfoot because of heavy snowfall. Music for today's podcast is purchased and licensed through Pond Bot. Special thank you to Sound Phenomenon providing fun orchestra stock music from Pond 5 and to Sterling Audio for uplifting acoustic pop heading home. Stock music also provided through Pond 5. And that's all the time we have for today's show. I want to thank you for joining me and listening to today's story. And if you like the show, please hit subscribe, give it a rating, or tell a friend and share the show. Until next time, this has been Petrifaction. Take care, folks.